Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome to Radio Islam. This is your host, Tariq Alameen, and we're broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM. We are streaming at WCEV1450.com. You can keep up with us on social media by following and liking our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. And while you are at it, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. You'll find us at that same username, at Radio Islam USA. All right, family, before we get started, we want to take a moment to thank our sponsors, IFN and ICN, that's Islamic Foundation North, and Islamic Center of Naperville. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, family, uh, we are out of the month of Ramadan. We are into Shawwal. Uh, we are, some of us have already gotten back to the regular eating habits uh, that we were in prior to Ramadan, and some of us are kind of on that slow slide back in, and some are really trying to maintain uh, and not lose the benefits of that discipline and really consciousness about how we're eating, how we're engaging food and our appetites and all that good stuff. So I am really pleased to have joining us on the line someone that we have benefited from greatly in the past. Uh, we talked with her uh, early, I think it was middle part of 2018, uh, and that is the founder of the I Hope uh, 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 program, which is a, a dietary, um, well, it's a chronically based dietary program, way of life, holistic uh, empowerment, and and uh, but let let me let me stop just rambling and get to it and bring on our sister Haja Karima Rashid, who is the founder of the I Hope, uh, which is Islamic holistic outreach program for everyone, uh, and we're happy to have her back. Assalamualaikum. I am so honored to be back, and definitely I um, couldn't wait to come back and address the, uh, the people, especially those in Chicago. Yeah, and I remember uh, after our conversation, as a matter of fact, at the time, uh, myself uh, and my brother, uh, the assistant producer, uh, Ibrahim, we were both just kind of marveling at how you wove together uh, the, the Quranic support uh, with you know, with, you know, the, 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 the real life results of health, you know, of how our okay. eating once is chronically based, uh, that the, the, the end result is, you know, it is health, it's longevity. And so I, I couldn't wait all that to say, I could not wait to, to be able to talk with you again and see what else you have added on to your plate and how the program has been going. So, uh, where, where do we start? Um, what's what's new and, and and what have you continued with uh since we last spoke well since we last spoke alhamdulillah um a lot of things has happened um as you know when we had that interview i was just returning back to the u.s so i'd been out of the country for almost 10 years and everything was you know kind of fairly new for me and you know readjusting uh but alhamdulillah people getting to know who i was and and what i hope was and one of the things was how do I explain to people what I hope is? Because when they would come up to me, people would say, well, we think, you know, she's like a, a naturalist, she's a nutritionist, she's a nurse, she's a this. And finally, uh, Allah blessed me to go and speak in New Medina. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was um, last year uh, at, during Ramadan. And um, I was speaking with them. I put a, a program together and I, it hit me. And I looked at my teacher at that time, may Allah be pleased with him, Imam Qasim, he was sitting right in the front row, Amen. and I said, I got it. I said, I, I know what I am now. 
I said, I am a revivalist. Mm. And from that point on, that is how I express and explain what I hope is, uh, that we're not coming with anything new. The Islamic Holistic Outreach Program for Everyone is nothing new. It was already written 1,400 years ago that Allah sent to our prophets from Allah Islam. So we have either been... Uh, uh, have, have forgotten it, abandoned it, as our Prophet Islam said in the Quran, or we have not been um, taught in the manner in which, um, you know, in, as I would say, in the new age of learning, as in which we are doing now with a conscious uh, uh, outlook of the Quran and really applying it. So I'm not coming with anything new. When I run my program now, people get to see, wait a minute, yeah, that first, I saw that verse, but I, I didn't, I didn't, apply it to this particular situation. And so one of the things that has happened is the How Empowerment Program. So the How Empowerment Program, um, we didn't have that going uh, during the time that, I, that, that you interviewed me. Um, it came about right after, for most people that are familiar with Imam Qasim Ahmed, and they know about his story, he was diagnosed with um, a brain tumor, glioblastoma multiform 4. And I am a registered nurse. So, um, and I was very close with him, and um, I immediately ran to his side um, about maybe four days after surgery. And when I got there, I was thinking of ways that I could empower the community to be able to deal with this new diagnosis, Sky Ma'am. And if it had taken him down the pathway of debilitating him. Mm-hmm. And alhamdulillah, that didn't happen. You know, of course, he, you know, ended up in the hospice, but he, was, he, he didn't become debilitated like I saw people um, with brain injury that normally that can happen with. Right. So I ran to, to, to show them, you know, how they could do this. And so from that came about this uh, uh, one subsidiary called HIP, Health is in Place. And I wanted to empower the community to be able to help the imam. But from that, also, this program, How Empowerment, came about, where I could take, here on this, take this program around the U.S., from state to state, and empower the community so that they would be ready for situations like this. Because the prediction is there. By 2030, they said what? 90, 70 to 90% of the population will be diagnosed with cancer. Ninety percent of our children will be autistic. Now, are we ready for this? And so how can we prepare our communities to be ready, hopefully, to uh, actually um, not be a part of these statistics, first and foremost? So come in as a preventative measure. But if, in, in, in fact, some people are diagnosed, how can we help in our communities? And so that program came about from the imam wanting uh, he and I and some other uh, uh, respected imams in the community to tour America, and he wanted to take me around so everybody could hear what I had coming from the Quran, and that that would put me out there, you know, in the community, put me out there on the market where people would hear what I had and be, would be willing to accept it. But unfortunately, he was diagnosed. It didn't happen. So I said, I still got to keep it going. That's and right. he encouraged me to keep it going, and that's where the High Empowerment Program came from. Okay, so, so looking at these statistics and these forecasts uh, where the numbers are just ridiculously high for people that will be affected by cancer um, or looking at uh, youth in particular with autism, 
what is the first what is the first thing that people need to do uh, that that you present as far as being able to take control of your of your own of our destiny? I don't say your because it's not an individual thing, but of our collective uh, destiny. What's the first thing? Well, and it's 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 it's, it's um. Uh, good that you said that, taking control of our own destiny, because unfortunately, that's one of the problems, I could say, coming from a, a Hispanic perspective, a Muslim perspective. We're being taught, and we've been taught, that we don't play any role in the destiny at all. It's already been written. Right. And our youth are not, and this is another program that I do call Save the Youth Campaign, our youth are not ready for that. And there are other uh, entities and other groups that are coming up saying, well, no, you do control your destiny. And our young people are running over to them because they have answers. So that right there in itself is to recognize that we do play a role. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his book, in his Quran, he, he says what? وَلَيْسَ لِلْإِنسَانِ إِلَّا مَا Mankind can have nothing except what he strives and works for. Right. And there are many other verses that, that help us to understand, uh, really understand about this destiny. But th that's the first thing, is to go back and understand that God cannot be removed from it. Why? Because he created it all. Mm -hmm. So what do I mean by that? That one, looking at, and, and, and this is what the Holland Town program brings. It is an educational training program. And we start from what? From man, food, and spirituality. And let you see that your eating is a part of your spirituality. It's a part of who you are as a human being on earth. And what is the proof? Our father, Adam, and our mother in the garden. They were here in a garden. Mm -hmm. And they were tempted by Satan to do what? Eat, E-A-T, eat. Something that God had forbidden for them. And what did he say? Satan said, listen, if you eat from this tree, then what he promised them a kingdom that would never decay. Now, if we're not living that narrative, I don't know what else. Because all the foods we have in our house, our houses are what? Foods that don't decay. Mm -hmm. Right? It's called preservative. Mm. And so we're living that today. And so how do we make the connection? How do we understand that we're a single cell? And that that cell itself God designed it to match every single cell in the creation. So your water comes, it has a molecular structure that matches you, and it's inside the earth where you came from. The tree, your DNA matches the DNA of the tree. So you have to start from the root and educate from the root. And as we educate from that, you'll see that it's time to stop eating to feeding yourselves, S-E-L-V-E-S, and feed yourselves, C-E-L-L-S. And that's where we start at. We start on a cellular level, connecting you to God, connecting you to who you are, the Adamic being, so that you can walk on this earth and see that you're spiritual, you're physical, and your and, 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 and your uh, mental all connect together, mind, body, and soul. They're not separate. You just ran from, and you, you got to go back to that and say that again for anybody who missed that. Stop feeding yourselves, the S-E-L-V-E-S, uh, yourselves, and to feeding yourselves. So yeah. please, let's go back to this idea of nourishing the body on a cellular level and yeah. attaching this to what, what you just mentioned as, as far as all the food that many of us have in our homes. Uh, that really don't have an expiration date on them, right? Even if they put one on them, um, you know, they're just there, right? So yeah. let's kind of dive into how how you address being mindful 
uh, in that regard, especially as we, we deal with sugar addiction and salt addiction and all these other addictions that we have from the foods that we eat, feeding the cell. Okay, again, and, and that's why this program is a two-week program, 12 modules. Mm, like, this, this is not a 30-minute thing. <laughs> no, because, and the reason why, Imam Dark, if you look at it, the reason why, yeah. every module builds on the other module. Okay. And what has happened is, because we're in an age now that everything is a quick fix, I want to be able to know, and that's what people come to, sister, what can I eat to get rid of this? Right. Well, let's say it's not about what you can eat, what about what you have to stop eating? Right. And so the thing is that it's not a it's not a, 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 a cut and dry answer because you have to look at studying the law says what? Right? He said what? For mankind to stop and look at his food. But before he says that in sort of Abbasat, right? He says he before he says that he says what? That uh that definitely mankind is self destruct is self destructive. Mm-hmm. Right? And right after he says that, he says what? From what thing have we created him from? And this is not a rhetorical question. This is a question for deep reflection. Mm-hmm. And it's time for us to start thinking. What have you been created from? And so he says what? Now he starts off what? From a single cell. And so if that's what we were created from, we have to look on a cellular level. What does the cell mean? Everything that God put here for your cell as a human uh, uh, entity to be able to, to grow and to multiply, it was here for a purpose. So when I'm talking, like this weekend when we were holding our uh, uh, Eid celebration at the Masjid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I have all these brothers that come up to my table. Mm-hmm. Right? When I'm selling. None of them come to the program, but they come up to the table. <laughs> and they're like, sister. And I know why. Because I enticed them with my title. Um, are you a meat eater or are you a vegan? And I do it because why? We're so, we so caught in modern day trends that we think and we're looking for the answers out there. And when I ask the question, the first thing that they say is, well, sister, you know, I don't eat that much meat. You know, I really cut back because they think I'm asking because I'm, I, I must be a vegan. Right. right. And I say, no. And, and the sad thing is we don't even know how to answer the, 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 the problems that are facing us from a Quranic basis. Now, the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this, because I, I, I cannot answer you in, in just like one sentence, because most people will take that run with it and say, look, she said, all I got to do is eat this. And That's it's true. not that. You have to go back to the book. And whether you are a Christian, a Muslim, or a Jew, you have to go back to your scriptures. And I tell Christians this too. God laid the plan out. Now, one of the saddest things is our youth, we're losing our youth because there are other groups out there that are giving them answers but along with those answers it is also turning them into uh, 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 mini gods so if we don't begin to answer the questions and show our communities and show our people our youth that no we do have the answer there is an answer to this and it is not to jump on somebody's uh, uh, van wagon or somebody's um, whatever their hidden agenda is for whatever they're promoting their their, their modern day trend and that's our second module our second module is called what mind control alters the soul meaning what you don't even know why you eat what you eat you don't know why you choose it so I have to take the person back to no seriously there's a um in our in, a, in, a, in, a, in that module we talk about what if i ask the average person who is edward bernays now you can get my five-year-old to come in and she'll sing a song to you when i say edward bernays she says edward bernays bacon and eggs right 
Because that's how we began to love bacon and eggs. We don't even know why we eat it, why we call it the typical American breakfast, because it wasn't. So going through each module takes you through every one. It builds on the other module, and it takes you all the way till you get to the last module to understand that, wait a minute, the choices that I make, they have to be what? God-conscious choices. Right. Because God designed it for me. He designed everything for you. You match everything that's in creation. And I'm telling people now, when we scream, oh, Monsanto has our seeds. You know, that's my new thing now. They say, oh, Monsanto has our seeds, sister. So what are we going to do? Even the seeds, or even if you tell us to get the seeds and we grow them, they're still GMO. I say, they don't have my seeds. <laughs> and what's the proof of that? Allah says it in the Quran. He said what? He said, Now I said that to a Sudanese brother mm-hmm. on Friday. Yeah. And he said, Sister, you got to come to my message. Right? And he never thought about it, right? What did Allah say? Allah says that, and he's speaking in past tense. Because he said what? He said, First he said, Look at your food. And then he said what? We. We sent down the water in abundance, and then we split open the earth. And what did we do? We planted the seed. The seeds are in the earth. And every year you watch the earth come and bring forth all types of food and fruits and everything. That's where your food is. But we have turned away from what God has given us, and we go to the nearest supermarket believing that that's where our food is. So, yeah, if that's where your seeds are, then I guess they do have them. So all of this is a part of what we teach to empower the individual to know that God has given you everything that you need. If you turn to him, you will be free. And once you free yourself, you can now be what? The Adamic being that God created you to be. And the Adamic being is an honored being that Satan hates. I've got it. It would not do justice to the, uh, first of all, to the, the depth of preparation, obviously, that has gone into uh, your program to give a soundbite answer. Uh, and also because, because what I'm hearing when you, when you ask the question, people don't know why they eat what they eat, right? That's honestly, that's a, that's a question I ask myself for some things. Like where did this particular appetite come from? Um, and then, you know, as far as managing and redirecting things and, and building new habits, uh, what have been your observations of those who have been through the, uh, through the program, through the workshops, uh, through those modules how have they moved forward once they're outside of your um, tutelage? Oh, wow. And, and, and that's uh, an, another excellent question. And following us on Facebook, you can get to see it. Uh, one thing I can say is I have a, a, a large um, uh, following and supporting group. Uh, once you've done the program, we give out certificates. So you become what we call a HIP um, assistant uh, helper in place. And they have formed their own groups uh, in Philadelphia alone, Atlanta, Georgia. Actually, I ran the program twice in Atlanta, and I was just contacted by Imam Suleiman's wife, uh, Shahida. I'm getting ready to run the program again at Atlanta, Massachusetts in September. So not only has um, I've seen them go, uh, we've connected with farms. We have our farms. We all go get our water uh, from uh, natural springs. And this is between uh, Atlanta, Georgia, as well as Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, they all go to the Amish farm at this point right now. Here in Atlanta, we're connected with a farm called My Dad and Me, which is a Christian farm. And um, we go, we get our milk, we make uh, cream cheese, we, I mean, everything that we make from scratch. And we literally still get together and work together on making sure that everybody is eating as natural. 
natural as possible. And now we're working on literally trying to get together and find land uh, where we can literally have our own uh, uh cattle and livestock so that we can, you know, literally uh, be able to offer the service in our community. Mm. Well, you know what? I think I'm glad to hear you go back to uh, the aspiration to, to have land and have, have cattle as well, because that question that you ask those brothers when you say, uh, do you eat meat? You know, are you a vegan? Uh, and and for, for most people to think that to not eat meat is to be a healthy person. Um, when they're basically taking away something that has been permitted um, to them, you know, scripturally. So, and, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was, and not just being permitted. Again, we had, when I said 12 modules, yeah. man, I am waiting to come out there because I'm telling you, you are going to see and really you will, you will feel the benefit. We have the module just on meat alone, but not just the meat module. The meat module goes along with what? The milk module. And just what comes from the dairy alone, what benefits the body, it would blow your mind. So I've had in my program at least I would say seven people that were vegans and that they hadn't had uh, any type of um, animal uh, protein over 20 something years. Mm. All of them now go and get dairy. They get the bone and they use the bone broth and they're telling you how well they feel and these are people still were dealing with high blood pressure and other things that they felt should have left because they were vegan and they still, it still hadn't gone. So again, understanding and another thing out from a moral perspective mm. and this is what shocked the, the men at my table. I said from a moral perspective. Let's say, for example, right, and, and we know by truth, most of the animals are unhealthy. They're being, they're kept in, in conditions, feeding lots that are unhealthy. They're being fed food that they can't digest. They're ending up with things like peritonitis and all of these things. This is the reality. That's the truth, right? So, what is our responsibility? Because Allah said that this Ummah, he said what? That he has chosen us to be what? The best community to guide mankind. Because why? We We forbid what is, uh, uh, I mean, we enjoy what is good and we forbid what is wrong. So if in fact, that is what's happening to the animals. And we join the, I'm not eating meat bandwagon. We've abandoned the animals. Mm. I have already honored Betty Adam and I honored you in a manner that what? I've made everything subjugated to you. So as I told these these brothers, I said, listen, I said the cows are waiting for us. They're sitting there waiting for you to come and liberate them. Not to say, oh, guess what? I'm not eating it anymore because no, we have a responsibility. So it is to wake up our men and to hopefully give them this information so that they can be the Adam being that they are supposed to be and that we can be like the Amish. The Amish have been doing it for how many years? They are still there in Pennsylvania plowing the, the ground with, 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 with horses. Yeah. They're not even using modern equipment. So there's no reason. I'm not saying we have to go as far as the Amish, but there's no reason that we're not doing it when we say that we have the last testament, the greatest testament. Mm. Mm. Can't do anything but, but, but agree, but, but not in agreement. Uh, so the How Empowerment Program. Is, right. So is that running side by side, or, or, is, that, or is that a standalone um, program? 
Well, see, here it is, because a lot of people say, well, what's the difference between how and I hope? Right. I hope is the initiative, the program that I started in general, which is under, under I hope we have uh, certain um, services that we offer. And so one of the services that we offer is the educational service. And that is, again, inspired by Imam Kassam, because he is the one that told me and inspired me to really do this, because he said, listen, you know, I always would tell him I'm ready to go back to Africa, and, you know, because I loved living in, in, in West Africa. And he said, Listen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought you back here for a reason. He brought you back to this country, to your people, because you have a responsibility. So you must duplicate yourself. You cannot leave this country without duplicating yourself. And so the, the How Empowerment Program is that uh, uh, a service of literally trying to duplicate myself, mm. to empower people through a training program that, of course, they, it's not going to take two months and three months. Like even two weeks, people complain, but alhamdulillah, <laughs> we do get them through two weeks. Um, and, and we even have a, a more intense, which is a weekend, but they lose almost about uh, four modules on, on that two-weekend program. But, and it's very reasonable. I made the price as reasonable as possible um, so that people would be able to afford it, affordable. Right. So, um, again... It is, again, it is a service that we offer in terms of the educational side to empower people so that if I, when I leave here, whether leave here, going to another country or going back to Allah, they, people can go to the Quran and look and see that, yes, the cure for all disease is here. And it is it's not something spooky. It's not something that you got to go buy from somebody. God gave it to us over 1,400 years ago. We just have to obey him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I was looking um, just at some of the uh, the Quranic support that you had uh, included in a letter from uh, from my beloved Imam Qasim, and that in itself, I mean, and I don't think it's by any means exhaustive, right? I'm sure you could have you could have given more uh, here, but I think this is something well, that well, first should let be... me say mm -hmm. that letter that letter was actually. Um, uh, that was a letter I posted. It came off of his launch good page, mm -hmm. and he he wrote the letter. He oh, that was him. It to okay. His wife. Okay. Yeah, that's that's why that's it's from Qasim Ahmed. Okay. All I did was um, copy pasted it. I took it from the launch good where they were doing the fundraiser, and I shared it on my page. Um, so uh, and that was written sometime in in September, like right, right after he had the surgery, a month after surgery. So um, no, I did not write that. Okay. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, so this is this is uh, this is wonderful, wonderful work. And I know that when you talk about duplicating yourself, you're duplicating, duplicating yourself with the intent, the purpose of, of of really liberating people from their own demise. Uh, and there's what, what is it uh, was the narration that said that man digs his grave with his uh, with his fork or, or spoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is going to become more and more important, especially as. Uh, as more and more chemicals and preservatives are introduced into our food, more uh, genetic modifications are made to what uh, to, to mass-produced uh, food. Yeah, really taking control uh, and responsibility back for our own for our own dignity, uh, and and it really yeah. does start with with how we eat. So yeah, I'm absolutely I am absolutely intent on <laughs> doing everything that that I have to do to make sure that we here in Chicago can can uh, can benefit. Uh, from this, from this, uh, this movement. That's, and that's, I think that's, okay. that's the okay. best way to present it as a movement. Because if you're a revivalist, it's not a program. It's got to be a movement. Yes. 
And, and Nadia Ahmed, uh, one of the wives of Iman Qasim Ahmed, she used to say that when I first brought the program, took the program to um, to Texas, and this is not the Howl Empowerment Program, yeah. it was just taking I Hope there. And she said, Karima, you know, we're going to have our little slogan, and it's going to say, join the movement. Yes. And I said, wow. <laughs> so she does. She's the first one to say that it is a movement. Yes. 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 Well, uh, um, Sister uh, Sheikha Usteda, um, you are, <laughs> we just feel, you feel the passion um, in your voice as you're talking about this. And, you know, we just pray for Allah's continued protection uh, on you in this work because it is much needed. And we really appreciate you taking the time to come on the program to share this. Well, we can't have you get out of here without you letting folks know where they need to go so they can contact you if they want to get you in their city. Okay, well, the first thing, first place they need to go, they need to, if they don't have a subscription to the Muslim Journal, have a subscription to the Muslim Journal because I am mm. now writing a weekly column all in the right. Muslim Journal. And so right there you'll find all my information um, about IHOPE. So I'm really pushing that. Please get your subscription and read it because we're going to have some powerful inf information. A lot of it will be coming from our modules. Um, so definitely uh, look at, you know, look into that, getting your subscription. Um, the second awesome. thing is you can go to our website. Um, and our website is www.ihope, not IHOP. I had a sister go and look up IHOP, and, and I said, no, just add that E, add the E to IHOP, and you got IHOPE. Uh, okay. So uh, IHOPE, and then number 10, uh, and then STRIDES, S-T-R-I-D-E-S.com. And you can also follow me on Facebook. I'm very active on Facebook, and that's under Karima Karima. The first Karima is spelt with uh, an I-M-A-H, and the second Karima is E-E-M-A-H. Karima Karima. Okay. All right. It has been a pleasure. Uh, Radio Islam family, we have been talking with Haja Karima Rashid. She is the founder of the Islamic Holistic Outreach Program for Everyone. That's I Hope. You've got all the contact info. Hope that you, uh, for those who are interested, you reach out, get that subscription, um, and make this a benefit, not just for yourselves, but your families, your communities. Uh, inshallah, with God's permission. So thank you once again. Um, and we will be in touch with you soon. Uh, we are definitely looking forward to getting you here. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I'm looking forward to being with my brothers and sisters in Illinois soon, inshallah. Inshallah. All right, Radio Islam family, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break, but we will be back in a moment. This is Radio Islam on WCEV 1450 AM.